0: But we sate up. Wow. We sate down. But we sate up. Down, We sate down. Yeah. But we sate up. <laughs> For a reed was death, a shade that yeah. was led down and gotta I want you to go away <laughs> no I want
1: you to fucking go away there
0: will be nothing of the sort uh... club another club another episode more reads more people to curse out more arguments
1: more discussions but, but play <laughs> another club another read another read <laughs> <laughs>
0: If you guys are not familiar, welcome to a social experiment gone wrong that we like to call <clears throat> Who, Who Raised You host? host. I am your host, Lene. Um, but this week, I'll be going by The Hope
1: Dealer. Not The Hope Dealer. The Hope Dealer. Okay, I like it. And I am your co-host, Marlon. Um, and my handle this week is going to be, I am tan, but where is your man? Oh, was that a read? Kind of. But, you know, it is what it is. Why? Because people on vacation are funny. Especially on all-inclusive resorts. But that's another story for another time. Welcome, y'all. We are back, kids. Well, as you guys can hear, someone went tanning (sighs) for their birthday. I just had to go
0: get a little sun, you know. (sighs) Slather myself in some baby oil. You know, I, swear th- I swear at this point,
1: you might as well have a dual residency with Mexico. I mean, you life. know, not just, yeah. You know, I might have a little property down there or something. But, you know, I don't know about no dual residency. We just got to learn how to speak Spanish first. <laughs> you won't get me. But, yeah, it's fine. You already know how to
0: kind of sort it away if you will not speak Spanish.
1: <sighs> it's not enough to be living there.
0: You'll be all right.
1: Anyway. You make adjustments. Yes, we do. But it's it was fun. I had a wonderful time. It was great. Uh, Bitches detoxing. It's time to get back in the gym. It's time to like stop eating fried foods every day. I got to get this body right because yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, with that being said, um, as you can hear, my co-host didn't have enough time to consume any television because he was in the middle of (laughs) us. Club. (laughs)
1: Another club. Another (laughs) club. He was busy. Yes, I was. I was not watching no TV.
0: So, and I already know not to ask about music. We're not going to get there yet. Mm-hmm. We're going to hold the best for Last Kids. Okay. Um, we're going to hold that actually for another episode. But yep. guess what? What? Guess what? What? His actual assignment is going to be better than you guys
1: think. Because guess what premieres on Sunday? Y'all already know what it is. Y'all already know what it is. We. My assignment is insecure. Which I will gladly watch because I love that show as well. Uh So, y'all get ready because we're going to be diving in episode by episode. We're going to make it happen. This is going to be the thing.
0: I'm so upset that this is the final season. It's bittersweet as hell that this is the final season. But I'm like, uh... It's a girl, I understand, but still why All
1: good things must come to an end, friend. No no. Well, not no. Well,
0: can, can, can it be a little longer? Can we get like one more Well security? not insecure.
1: She said, This is it. We're done. Moving on to bigger and better things. Can we do like a spin the block? No. <laughs> we cannot spin the block and run what? it back. What? No. What? no why can't we run it back? Free because she said she did. That's her problem. You're going to let this woman move on to something different. No. Okay. Well, you're, no. No. I'm sure there will be DVD box sets. There's downloads somewhere on your on your uh, television, I'm sure, of Insecure episodes. And you can always double back and watch them over and over again because they are classics. It, are they it, not classics? They are. Is it not a classic? It, it, but Is it not beside, timeless? It's That's
0: besides the point. Okay.
1: That's besides the point. We're going to let him whine about it, y'all, because he don't want it to end. But it's, it's got to end, so.
0: No, that, that's Don't you dare vilify me right now. Don't you do that. It's the thing. It's just, I'm just going to give you your time, okay? Go ahead. It's okay. Get it out. You know, I liked you better when you were in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> better when you were in flipping Mexico. Because, my God. Mm-hmm. He needs to go, back apparently. Um, but you know what needs to also go back? It's what? time for Scroll On to come on. Um, This week, I decided to choose um, violence instead of non-violence. Okay. I decided to shave a lot of stories this week. Okay. Um, for self-care. Um, sometimes <laughs> you need a little break. Listen, sometimes. So I decided to shave the things, because they need to happen. Listen. Y'all will be all, all right. Yeah. Y'all will be all right. Okay? Y'all act up enough, so. I know and y'all what? try to scope me, but whatever. You know, not right now. Not right now. So, you want to know who has had enough? Who? Stacy Dash. Stacy Dash? You know, um, we kicked her out of the black community a few years ago because, you know, she loved Trump. So mm-hmm. we kicked her out of the black community. Exactly. She so, even got disowned by her own cousin publicly. Right. So, so why she's here, well, sis decided to make it a good time to go on uh, Dr. Oz. Okay. And talk about a pill addiction that she had. You don't say. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Apparently she went on Dr. Oz and admitted that she's been sober for five years. Very good job. And she was taking 18 to 20 pills a day.
1: Okay. I mean, so was them 18 to 20 pills the reason why you was acting the ass? Or were they just manifesting what was already lying beneath? I'm just trying to figure out who lifted the house off of her and told her she could speak. Uh, and furthermore, asked us, did we care? Because I don't, I don't I don't know about you. I don't, I don't really I don't care. Free. <laughs> I don't care. Need to do our next topic. Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. We're in unison here. That's it. Um, I'm going to let you play Russian Roulette. Which oh, would you shit. like? What are we doing? Um, would you like to hear good news or bad news?
1: Bad news. Good news always goes last. I need mean, my spirit's to be lifted.
0: Well, I'm going to read you a little passage here. Mm-hmm. It's going to trigger you. Trigger warning. I decided... I'm going to stare at the path my own. Listen, I just came back outside. from vacation. We ain't got to do this. Yes, yes we did. All right. Trigger warning. All right. All right. Give it to so, me. So, I don't know if you were aware, but um, during the week, there was a little bit of a stare on the timelines and ruffled feathers, you know, fresh off the back of having to have that conversation you had in the last episode. Okay. It's pretty It's pretty weird that this will come up in this one.
1: Mm-hmm. Are you ready,
0: I'm not, but go ahead. So there was actual talk that someone was dating a
1: famed actor. All right, come on, let's do it. Let's do it because I saw this, and I just saw it yesterday. So I was like, okay, so y'all wait until I got back for the shit. All right, all right, let's do it.
0: Well, if you guys don't know who I'm talking about, uh. Darius McClary. Now, if you guys don't know who he is, he is better known as Eddie Winslow from Family Matters. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, Darius had not even Darius. Let me take that back. Someone came forth and said that them and Darius were a thing. You mm-hmm. know, they had been dating for quite some time, and things were going really, really good. And they just wanted to live in their truth. Okay. The thing that I'm talking about is Sydney Starr, ladies and gentlemen. Alright. Now, if you guys are not familiar with Sydney Starr, Sydney has always been on the messy side of the river. The last we heard of Sydney, um, Tamar Braxton had to get that ass together because she decided to go on to a reality show and misrepresent the trans community with her childish antics. Mm. Now. Yeah. Let's talk about this. So, she went on Instagram and said that her and Darius were an item and that they were dating. Mm I am reading this from the YBF because, shout out to them, if you're a legendary girl like me, you know the YBF. (laughs) Okay? So, The Plot Thickens is the name of the headline. Oh, my God. After Darius McClary denied dating trans model Sydney Starr, she pulls out video receipts and calls him a sloppy drunk. Oh God, Wait, there's more. Literally, and they said, and there's more. Darius McClary denied dating trans model slash reality star Sydney Starr after their extra flirty photo shoot went viral. So she whipped out receipts. They said see the video on the side, but we ain't going there. Um, it says yesterday, and I'm gonna say it um because I'm going on to the next sentence. Yesterday, the internet was in a tizzy after trans model slash reality star. Sydney Starr shared a video of herself and Family Matters alum Darius McCleary all cuddled up at, for a photo shoot. The clip sparked dating rumors about the two again. Hopefully Darius hopped on IG and addressed the rumors. While having lunch with his Family Matters TV mom, Joe Marie Payton who played Harriet Winslow on Family Matters the original Harriet if y'all know who I'm talking about. Mm. He said he's not dating Sydney. He's currently in he's currently engaged to someone else. You know, I, he goes on in the video and says, I will say this. What are we in? High school? Question mark. He asked in the video. Mm-hmm. You're going to tell me who I can't be friends with, who I can't hang with? I mean, I'm a grown man. I'm five years from 50. He's 45. Mm-hmm. Darius mentioned he's engaged and that folks should really be focused on where the that ring is. In the video caption, he says, love is love, I stand with my family, and that's all that matters. <sighs> this is... I, I, I want to go a step further, because I think... I'm sorry, I of saw, I saw, I saw a picture of Beyonce, and I had to stand for a moment, but not <laughs> right now. Stop while we're here. I, I'll get to my mother later. Uh-huh. So, his team reached out to the shade room. And his representative said the following: this In a statement obtained by The Shade Room, the rep says McClary has kept an, excuse me, has kept an amicable friendship with Starr, who has been persistent with creating fake storylines and relationships with our client in a sad attempt to get back on love and hip hop New York. Not done. The rep who previously st- who put, who previously represented Sydney as well, but dropped her before the incident. As Darius has no interest in dating Star, who will remain friends, who will remain friends and support her journey of getting back on reality television. Mona and the execs are aware of her desperate behavior.
1: There are so many things. <clears throat> so, many, so many, things. many things to say. Okay, so first off. I will start here by saying this. Uh-huh. Shout out to my sis, Sydney Star. We are both in the same house, the iconic house of the Scotta together. together. Uh, but this narrative with her is not new. It's not. And it, it's, it's not. It's just getting weird at this point, sis. Uh, because it's like, There's some... Okay, so here's the deal. So, my thing is, we know that there are many men and many cis men in the industry that are trans-attracted, that are in relation with trans women of some level at some point. And none of them are open about it. None. None. With the exception of, like, Tank. But that was recent. And outside of him... There's been no other man to come forward of his own volition and say that he is trans attracted in in relation with trans women.
0: I still find that term to be a bit cringy, but I want you to continue.
1: What trans attracted? Yes. Well, you know, another conversation for another time. I get it. But with this, with Sydney, it's like I don't know. I saw her on one season a season and a half of love and hip-hop and i always felt like it seems very forced it seems very forced it i don't i don't know i don't know i don't know how to feel about this the man said he engaged okay is his word against hers her word has not been very solid um, outside and of the Chingy it, situation at one not, point not
0: just Chingy it just shows a track record of mess at the mess at the mess at the mess it, I, I firmly stand behind Tamar when she said you are literally on a platform regardless of whether you're in front of a camera whether you're behind your phone screen you are on a platform where you're supposed to represent women that transi- that have transitioned into the gender and every time you turn around you're looking for something else to keep you relevant but girl at some point you have to realize that you're really making a fool of yourself like i'm not i'm saying this literally with love because you look at someone like her And then compare it to someone like T. S. Madison, who worked to get to where she is today, Mm -hmm. and she didn't rely on throwing anybody under the bus, creating this buzz around her name, nothing of the sort. She literally did it based off of her talent. If literally your need and want to be in the limelight is just to be noticed, and you're doing it all for the wrong reasons. Then go back to living a normal life and just doing normal things because this is just making you look more and more desperate. Just like he said. Just,
1: I just want I want the best for her. Uh. I know that she has a desire to do music but she's Wrapped you, up in scandal all the time. I mean, you're like, so
0: focused on being a headline instead of being an artist, and it shows. You I got. Just... At what point are you going to show your talent? Because I've seen more of who you're dating, who you're trying to expose, and we're not even going to get to the fact that you took a stint into trying to be a sex worker that I don't think worked in the best in the best of your favor. But still, at some point, you have to get a hold of your story. And make it yours. Like you're just basically trying to add on to someone else's and then you throw yourself to the wolf. you throw yourself to the wolves to, for stuff like this. Like you get what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: I just I want better for you, sis. I really I do. Can, but I do. What can I say? But here's here's better.
0: Here's better. Um, my favorite Kardashian is Courtney. Okay. And Courtney got engaged over the weekend. Oh, okay. Yes, if you guys do not know, she got engaged to Travis Barker. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Travis is the known drummer for Blink 182, uh-huh. and that's rock money. That's a different it le- is. that's a different level of money right there. Mm-hmm. This comes from page six. Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian are taking their love to the next level. The pair, who have been dating for about nine months, are engaged after the Blink 182 drummer take my hat out to me <laughs> this is before I even really read this <laughs> hat out to me mm-hmm. proposed in Mont- Montecito California over the weekend page 6 can confirm now if you look at the pictures they are on the beach surrounded by literally a whole wall of roses okay. and he is on one knee proposing to Courtney and they're surrounded as you see right there on the right by some friends and family
1: love it for her
0: so listen, she was the only one of the Kardashian sisters that had not been married yet. And as you guys remember, she was in that little relationship thing and the thing thing with her children's father, Scott, mm-hmm. which was not the best at all times. So much less to her. I'm happy to see her when we've been waiting, sis.
1: And she don't even really like Caucasian men, I think. You know <clears throat> I mean you know The things are the things You Just notice things sometimes That's all But you yeah, know It's alright
0: Well Shout well, out to hell. Well shit The <laughs> shade is back Uh We also did suffer A bit of a loss mm-hmm. Uh We lost Colin Powell Uh Let's read this from CNN. Pauline Powell, the first black U.S. Secretary of State whose leadership in several Republican administrations helped shape American foreign policy in the last years of the 20th century and the early years of the 21st century, has died from complications from from COVID-19. His family said on Facebook he was 84. (sighs) He's like the last of the civil rights ones. Like, it was Aretha, and he was, like, the last one living. Mm-hmm. And we lost all the people that led, like, the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. Let alone he was the first black. <laughs> he was Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. one thing that they did, I'll specify in this article, is that he was vaccinated. But I do love the fact that CNN also did their due diligence by pointing out that Colin Powell had also pre-existing conditions. Mm-hmm. Again, though we have not had COVID announcements in like two weeks, I we say it here all the time. It is not a cure. It is a vaccine.
1: Yes.
0: Let's be realistic to about it. you from dying. That's it. That's it. If you have a pre-existing condition, and God forbid COVID get, comes into contact with your
1: body. It could go into what it says, but again, I, I, it's I, not a cure. We're not there.
0: We're not there yet, you know. And last, but certainly not least, do you remember that video that came out online Um, in the Bronx? A woman was coming home from work, it was like 2 in the morning, and a dude was following her into her apartment, and like, she had got to her door at enough time to close it and lock it before he came and tried to open the door. Wait, wait. Okay, so I'm going to turn this over here to you. I know you remember it now. Okay, here we go. So, the gentleman in said video, if you guys have not seen it, There's a video that went around in the Bronx where a woman that was trying to get away from a predator that was following her, she went into her door, she closed it and locked it and then you see the dude try and turn a knob and even lock and ring her doorbell. What they did find out via PIX11 is that the man who chased her has been arrested 37 times prior to this. What the
1: fuck, son? Really?
0: This comes from the Bronx, New York. Police arrested a man with Over three dozen prior arrests, as they say, he was caught on video following a woman to her Bronx apartment and trying to break in. Mm -mm. Orsha Lucky, 41, was charged with attempted burglary, harassment in the first and second degree, and criminal trespass. Police told PIX11 News on Saturday. NYPD chief of detectives said Lucky has uh, excuse me, 37 prior arrests. The incident happened around 2 a.m. on September 23rd in an apartment building in the vicinity of East 168th in Sherman Avenue, in Concord's Village, according to the police. The suspect followed a 50-year-old woman into her building, the police said. As she opened her apartment door, the man ran around the corner toward her. The ve- surveillance video showed. The woman quickly, sh- quickly shut the door as the man arrived at her unit and banged on the door. The video showed, then fled the building.
1: Y'all ain't... <sighs> This is the part that I don't understand about shit like this. 37 arrests. Thirty seven. They're all related. All related to the same crime. Mm-hmm. So why is he not locked up under the jail somewhere? He is clear he clearly has a problem. He's clearly going to keep doing this shit. So why 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 we still have to go through this? So y'all not gonna be satisfied until somebody's like, what, dead?
0: It should and a woman shouldn't have to fear coming home late from work to being followed by some random dusty ass nigga. Like I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm like, if you look at the video, he just looks all types of dusty. And also on top of that, who the fuck is following someone at two o'clock in the damn morning?
1: Why are you following her? Oh, cause you want to rob her? Cause you have a fucking problem, fucking klepto? They need to get shit together. Like when people do stuff like this, repeat offenders. What do you? What? What is it? I don't. I don't get
0: that. I don't understand it. Make it make sense, Lord. I ugh. It's a wrap on that. Get them together.
1: Y'all find it. So y'all know who he is. Oh,
0: he's still in custody. Wonderful. He's still in custody. And like I said, he's facing three. One of those, two of those charges are actually major. Okay. So he's looking at some time at this point. Very Especially good. if you've done the same crime close to 40 fucking times, bro. Close to 40 times.
1: Like, what are we doing? So,
0: and like he said, you're not, you're not behind bars. Like, why? Why?
1: You you clearly have no intent on stopping either. So what y'all gonna do to stop this? I don't because it could have been worse. It could have been way worse. But y'all let this motherfucker come out again and again and again and again over and over and over the same thing. Yep. Okay. That's all I got. You know, I got up. I flushed. So. Mm-mm. I I think we I think we need libations. We do need a libation. Let's take a quick break and then we're gonna come back. And I'm going to, I'm I'm putting my fire on my pot right now so we can stir it up.
0: Oh, what you got in the pot this week? Don't worry
1: about it. I, I, I'll let you know. Let's go get this drink first. Ah, We'll be right back.
0: Bye. Ah. You know what I did notice, friend? What that is? I'm getting emails and stuff in the boxes, but that's not what we need. Really? Uh-uh. What
1: they sending them to the book? We getting
0: spam messages, not from y'all. Oh, anybody got time for no damn uh, spam messages. Not not at all. Didn't I tell y'all last time? I'm about to be like, debunk this motherfucker. Where's the emails
1: at? Where's our rates? Where's our ratings at? Where's the questions? Where's the comments? Where's the concerns? Where's something? Yes. Y'all y'all there? Y'all already know how we do this around here. We just gonna tell y'all each week until you all start listening to Reason. Listen. We need you to like, rate, comment, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Apple mm. Podcasts, Spotify, all that good shit. And
0: we know that it's the biggest market. Mm. It's Apple Podcasts. How but I'm going to let you finish. So,
1: And then also, what we need you to do is send your listening letters and all that good jazz to ask a Podcast at gmail.com. Okay. All right? And Purr. then, friend, what are you sending them business inquiries to? Okay, WRYH podcast
0: at Gmail Okay again listener letters at WRYH podcast at gmail.com. Business Inquiries. W-R-Y-H podcast at gmail.com. Let me tell you something right now. I don't care about your little money that's left overseas. Uh. I don't want no packages to grow my my daggone audience. <laughs> I'm good on that. What I need is my listener letters. What I need is my ratings. What we need are more supporters. That's what what we, we need are those things. So keep your damn... I don't want it. I don't <laughs> want it. I don't want it. Okay? No, we don't
1: make shit. We want the real shit.
0: So... Whole nation, make it happen. Period. And let's get back to the show. Let's like, start. oh my god. I, I mean, they start. could at least support. They could. They could. The fuck?
1: And we are what? Back. back, bitches, and it's time to start this pot. Yeah. Alright, y'all. So I mean, came off vacation and I told friend I hadn't even really thought about the topic this week, but this one has been sitting on, on my soul for minutes, so we're gonna dive into it. Oh Lord. <sighs> and my first one, we're gonna jump into it. Hmm. Let's talk about types of gays. Oh God! Uh, so I always laugh at the TikTok videos about the different types of gays and how they interact and all the good stuff. You know, all about those skits and shit that y'all see all the time. But I want to dive into them with you, friend. Okay, Let's So, die. here's my list, and we'll talk about experience with these different types of gays, our likes and dislikes, mm-hmm. stereotypes, and etc. Okay? Okay. Alright, so, we're going to jump off, we're going to start off with club gays. Mm. Now, I used to be a club gay.
0: I, I was too. I used to be a club
1: gay back in the day. I was real deep on going out almost every fucking weekend. I let no weekend pass where the club did not see my ass, child. Okay. But it's different types of club gays. So, what type of club gay were you? Can you give me the breakdown of the types? I mean, well, you know, club gays fall in different types. You have your click club gays, you have your club gays that came to dance, you have your standing corner wallflower club gays. I mean, you I'll had to be club games. I like, was shaking my ass. Okay, so you was a dancing club guy. I was shaking my...
0: I was popping ass. Okay,
1: okay. So, so give us a rundown on, like, what your preparation for the club, when you get to the club. Ooh, like, how did it all run down for okay,
0: you? Okay, okay. So, here's what you said. <laughs> <laughs> so, let me stop playing so much. All right, so what would happen was me and my friend, uh, shout out to my friend Mike, we would get together and... We would either end up at we would end up at the mall. Let me just say that. Okay. So at the time I was in my young twenties, you know I was very
1: club gay behavior. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> you know, I was in my early twenties and mm-hmm. um I loved the mall. Mm-hmm. So I I would go down to Edison to Menlo Park and mm-hmm. hit up Urban Outfitters first. Yes, you are. start okay. Start at UO first. I might just might come up to Jersey Gardens and do um Against All Eyes if I was feeling jazzy. Okay. Uh, where else would I go? Forever 21. Mm-hmm. Yes, God. Yeah. I, those were the stores. Okay. And beforehand, you know, we'd be in there having drinks, getting hurt. Mm-hmm. And then we would drive to, you know, either Manhattan or Brooklyn. Okay.
1: Now, what was your favorite club to go to back in the day? Oh, God. It's a
0: toss-up. If you're a New York gay, you know what I'm about to say. Oh it is a toss-up
1: between Secrets and Langston's. I knew you were going to say Langston's. I knew Langston's was in there. The niggas was at Langston's. <laughs> what was I supposed to do? You want such a fucking rat. I knew it. <laughs> I knew like, it. Up the, in the, Langston's the, looking at the, the boys.
0: The niggas were in Brooklyn. I couldn't help it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And right. then on top of that, it had more space in Langston's. It was two floors. True. And if you was in the back corner sweating and grinding up on it, and nobody was all in your face about it. Okay.
1: So you can be <laughs> a rat in private.
0: I got it. Okay. Okay. Real bird behavior. You know, with my L-I-I-T in the corner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what's up, daddy? Uh, see? Nasty, nasty. Don't judge don't me high. Um. So, back in my club days, uh, I feel like all club days have that same mentality. You got to get you a cute fit yes. before you go out to yes. the box. If you don't have one, you got to go get one. Now, me and my friends, my first job, we were working uh, at Marshall Fields in Chicago, mm-hmm. which is now Macy's. So we had the employee discount. So when we got off work, we went downstairs, cashed your check on Friday, came back upstairs, went bought you new outfits, new shoes, maybe a bitch went and bought some new cologne or something like that.
0: Oh okay. yeah, listen. If, if your cologne game was weak, if your cologne game was weak, listen. Bless. Listen, I don't
1: know what to tell you. Bless. Coming, smelling right. Okay, so. Go get all the things. Then we would get dressed, throw uniforms in the locker, get dressed, get all spruced up, go have dinner, go eat somewhere real quick. And we would hit the club real quick. Now, I was a dancing gay. I'm definitely going there to shake my ass, to sweat, to have a good time. I really was not the type to be like looking for niggas in the club. Not for real, for real. If I saw somebody cute, maybe i would flirt a little bit, but I was a dancing gay all day long. Okay. I wanted her to cut up. Okay, so tell me I wasn't the only gay that experienced this before. Okay, let's talk about it.
0: So I'm in secrets. hmm And I'm not gonna say, but it was one time I ran into someone really known in secrets and I kinda had no well, not play it off, but I was like, I love you, boo. But I couldn't say I can't say who it was.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm okay. So
0: anyway. I'm in secrets, and this guy is just all in my ear, but it's dark, and I can't tell nothing. So, I'm drunk already, and he's all in my face. So, what in that what naturally happens? Oh. Uh-uh. I kissed him. Okay. And then the lights came on. Uh-oh. Oh, Lord. I looked at all of my friends. I said, how dare any of you allow that to happen? You
1: raggedy right. bitches ain't told me shit.
0: Y'all let me kiss the man. Sna-
1: Y'all let me kiss him? <laughs> First of all, let me tell y'all something about the club lights, all right? Uh, you can't trust everything under the club lights. You got to wait till the end when the ugly lights come on so we can see everything.
0: The ce- AKA the ceiling lights. Baby,
1: when them overhead lights come on, uh-huh. you got to make sure you weren't making out with no booger. Because sometimes. Some.
0: See, in time. Some. Times. Sometimes.
1: sometimes.
0: <laughs> Not all
1: the time, but some times. It don't work out the way you thought. Okay, okay. All right, so we're going to go into our next section of gays. Let's talk about the church gays. Oh, girl. What experiences do you have with the church gays? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, now, let me let me go ahead and jump out on them because it's, it's, it's levels to the mm-hmm. church gays, you Okay. Mm-hmm. I used to be a church gay. Oh, and I used I to be the church it. gay that a choir church gay so I was in the choir I was a choir director I did the lead singing I was the president of the youth choir I directed the youth and the uh, adult bless, choir like bless. I was all up and through that, that God way. bless you have the choir the church gays that are in the pulpit <clears throat> I <coughs> mean oh, I almost choked on that <coughs> you said you said things I can't say. I mean, say. yeah. Then you have you know the church gays that are just in church every Sunday,
0: just there, yeah, occupying space out this month. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when we talk about the church gays, uh-huh. I think I told you about the time I I, I, I might have um dated one. Oh, you want know to talk about that friend? You want to bring it back? Let's run that back a little bit. I, I I'm gonna preface that by saying this. I'm gonna hold that story for another time. Okay. Let's just say uh, y'all. Some of these passes are nasty.
1: Well, first of all, let me just put it out there. As a former church gay, church gays are nasty. Very. Y'all, disgusting. some freaks. Uh-huh. Most of y'all are very oppressed. very oppressed sexually, and y'all do some really, really, really salacious things in the dark. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. You, you know, want a freak of the week, get you a church gate child. Now you might not be able to go out with them in public all the time. And they're not gonna miss service on Sunday. Dang. But I need you to understand that they gon they gonna break it down and tear it down when y'all get behind closed doors. It's just a fact. It's a known fact. You know <sighs> I'm just saying. You have those
0: oof. I'm sorry. We're going to continue. Okay, all right, all right. We're going to move on to the next set of gays.
1: Because that just took my friend somewhere. Mm. Next up, we have closeted gays. He just rolled his eyes so hard, y'all. The he gaze rolled his that, eyes so hard.
0: The gays that everyone knows is gay but them. <sighs> Girl, I never in my life understood why people that were out found so much issue with the DL or closeted gays. But they're normally the ones that make it complicated. like, for instance, you know, you don't have the experience of being a single single boy anymore. Um, <laughs> I do. Mm-hmm. So you get the DL ones that want to come through like, but don't nobody know. like, you flip your wrist bends a little bit more than my. Mm-hmm. the world knows, but you don't.
1: Listen. you know, I back when I was a single guy. I ran into a few closeted gays, and I usually don't play that. Like, closeted gays are too much of a, we're not too doing much of, They're that. too like, much work. To each his own. If to you're not each. ready, that's cool. But I need you to understand that I'm not jumping back in no closet for nobody. So you can take that over there. You can come get this dick. You might get your little ass if I feel very, very generous. But other than that, we can't do nothing outside of the of, of Four Walls, child, because you closeted. So See, stay there. Can I can even though it's
0: ain't the hotel? Can I tell my one DL story?
1: We love a little quick little nice. nosh. Come on, give us a little story. What you got?
0: <sighs> this
1: happened a few months
0: ago, mm-hmm. and um, I have a thing. Well, I normally this is one of the times where a DL gay, you gotta make a discretion call. Uh huh. And Lord, this is a discretion call. <laughs> So I'm on one of the apps, I'm not going to say the name, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but um, there was this lovely, lovely gentleman that hit me up at two o'clock in the morning. That was whole hours. Yes, I love it. The after hours spot that led out hours. Yes. <laughs> All the way out. So this young gentleman is messaging me on the application and he's trying to tell me um, he's looking for a little excitement, mm-hmm. for better life of words. Yes. And in this instant, you know, I'm kind of a little skeptical. As to hours in the morning, I hear the horror stories of hooking up on apps. Uh-huh. So I'm already cautious as it is. Right. Let me tell you what this young man of God did. <laughs> <laughs> this young man of God decides to send me a voice note.
1: That voice was in the pits of hell. It was super deep, wasn't it? I know it was. I, I know my friend, y'all. I know my friend. Made the liver quiver, bitch. How deep was it? How deep? Are we talking Barry White deep or Isaac Hayes deep? Yo, no, I'm trying to come through. Ooh. You me the oh, I was like, Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's going on?
0: This man was like, and he had like the thing is, my friend and I had a conversation where. We discovered why a lot of gays like my age are really single. Mm. It's because, then, like, when we're looking for relationships now, they have no sense of romance. Mm. So, for me, I have to want to let you in, and it's like, if I'm gonna decide to open my door and let you come in for like a hookup or anything of the sort, I gotta want to open the door for you. Okay. Y'all just think, oh, I'm going to come through with your address. Like, send a couple news. What what you doing? You want to get into something with your address? No. There's no backstory. There's no flirting. There's nothing. Okay. There's nothing. Okay. But this young man of God, I let him come through. Mm Mm-hmm. I do not regret that decision. You don't? (laughs) Let me tell you something. It was worn out for two days. Oh. Yes! It came
1: through and destroyed the box! Destroyed it. Alright. I was crying a little bit. Oh, come on. tears and joy? Yes, God. You love it. (laughs) You love to see it. (laughs) Alright, next up, we have the bougie gays. Now, now people
0: would love to believe that I'm a bougie guy. (sighs) They would love to believe I'm a bougie
1: guy. Same.
0: I don't get where this comes from. Same.
1: Now, here's the thing. So, Coming up, my circle of friends from back home in the shot. Shout out to the originals. Hey, my babies. Love some of y'all. Especially if I talk to you online already. They used to call us TGC. What does that stand for? Too good, Crew. And the reason why they called us that is because we didn't fuck with everybody. We all had jobs. Mm -hmm. We all stayed to ourselves. We didn't stay in no mess. Uh Now, granted, there were some people that we didn't fuck with and we would see you out and we would do, um, we would walk away if we didn't fuck with you like that. But other than that, we were cool as long as you were cool with us. But people called us bougie because of it. And I just, I'm like, just because I don't allow everybody in my space or just because I'm selective about who I fraternize with, does that really make me bougie? Or are you just mad because. You laugh from right outside the club and you can't even get in. it. I'm... Like, the thing is, I don't
0: understand what got me the label of it. Mm. Because I'm selective. Like, I'm I'm not understanding how I got the label of bougie. I'm the furthest from bougie. Am I anal with things that I want? Yes. But I don't mm-hmm. think that's bougie, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, I don't get that either. But bougie games that I know that I just... I. Uh... You gays that have your ass on your shoulders, that really sincerely feel like you better than everybody, uh, shout out to all you DC girls, a lot of you are bougie gays.
0: I heard DC girls are very
1: cliquish. They are extremely cliquish. I heard DC girls are very cliquish. And can be click-ish. very bougie, and for no reason, in many cases, I ain't got time for that. I've heard that some of you girls down in Atlanta um, fall into the bougie gays category too, because y'all feel like y'all hot shit down there. I got a lot of family letters, a lot of folks that I love in Atlanta, but I know some of you girls down there too. I don't like it. Change your ways. Uh, oof, Change gonna, your fucking ways.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna plead the fifth on that. Okay.
1: All right. We're gonna move on to the next session, elder and older gays. I love my elder gays. I, you know, I'm glad we on the same page, friend. I love my older gays because the thing that I love about the elder gays is that. I've always been about learning from the elders because they have a lot of knowledge and experience in things that we didn't, and they moved a lot different than we
0: do. I had a, one of my good friends that, um, God rest his soul, his name was Ronnie. Mm-hmm. He showed me, because at one point, I was done befriending gay people, to be really honest with mm. everybody. Like, I was done, done. Like, I didn't want to do it. And I remember I got introduced um to him by a friend of mine, and I came, like, I came for a car party, mm-hmm. and I met, like, mind you, all of these older gays, like, there was literally no one my age there right but it was nothing but older gays and I felt welcome of course there was drama and things of that sort but still I felt welcome mm. so it just it felt weird but I got a lot from being around my older gays so yeah. shout out
1: to them yes I love them you all are our mentors I love like learning so much about our history specifically as black gay men Mm-hmm. Learning a lot about our history, about where a lot of things came from, about how they handled and did things back then, and also many of them that are in relationships that have been in relationships for, for decades.
0: years, decades, you know,
1: and and like juxtaposing their relationships to the relationships of this millennium, um, and this day and age, it's so different, and we see how, like, back then it was like you stuck together because there were there were no apps, there were no open parties, there wasn't no uh there were pride events, but you had to be brave to even go to those and meeting each other, like, you had to wine and dine and woo each other and, like, feel each other out and, like, we had to meet up in secret locations and all this different shit it was just way, way different back then and I feel like even though they definitely had their mess and their shit. Yes, they did. And they are all not perfect by any means because it's some messy girls in the older gay crew, too. Jeez. But they definitely had a, de- a different approach to being in the intersections of black and gay than we do. And I appreciate that so much. Mm-hmm. So, so much. Um, So, we're going to do a couple more and then we're going go to go into the next segment. So, yeah. I got, mm, I'm going to say maybe two or three more. Okay, go on. So, my next one is ballroom gaze. Do you have any experience with ballroom gays? Of
0: course,
1: Okay, I so do. tell me about your experience. What's your point of view on ballroom gays?
0: I didn't really get a real perspective of ballroom gaze until I started going to, like, OTA. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, so recently.
0: Recently. uh, I went to the Globe when I was younger, like, one time. Okay. But it wasn't... I didn't get a better experience until I went to LTA. Okay. Because I went to a traditional ball. Yeah. But yet and still, and mind you, when we went to the ball, we were leaving the club and decided to stop there before we went home. Okay. Got you.
1: So... I always, I like to talk to people that are not a part of ballroom about their perspective on ballroom gays, Just because more often than not, in my lifetime, the response has always been more often than not negative. And it used to really piss me off because I've, oh shit. I've been in ballroom because I've been getting back into it now. So, been in ballroom officially for about uh, almost. Oh, shit. 20 years. Damn. 20 years. Yes. Because I got my start in 2000, right after high school. You were 20? No, No, 19. No, 17. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes. And... I used to, like, when I was trying to talk to dudes back then, if a dude knew that you were part of ballroom, he would not talk to you. There was this stigma and this stereotype on being in ballroom for being, like, messy, um, for doing scams and shit and stuff like that, or also... If you were in ballroom, you were considered feminine, and we know back in the days, early two thousands, nobody wanted nobody to checking funny. for the films at all, which is fucked up. But it just it's how it was. But not saying that there's no truth to there being messy gays or gays that are into scamming and root work and all that shit in ballroom. But we are so much more diverse than that, and I wish that people. Would have back then gave more of us a chance instead of lumping us all together. Mm-hmm. And with ballroom going mainstream the way that it is now, it's being sensationalized and glamorized. So I don't think a lot of people that are in ballroom right now have that problem. Mm-hmm. But back then it was an issue, you know. But shout out to all of my ballroom gays. I love you all so much. Um, and my last one, pro black gays. I'm. Um so here's the thing so I brought this up because (laughs) I am pro-black but there's a difference between my pro-blackness and the pro-blackness of a pro-black gay especially in this day and age because there are some gays and this is first of all I want to preface this by saying that I have no issue nor do I look down upon gays that are pro-black Because I'm black and black, black, black. I love my culture. I love the skin I'm in. But pro-black gays are a different breed. Especially depending on how deep they are into their pro-blackness. Especially when you have pro-black gays that are borderline hotel. Which is so weird. Very interesting to me. So weird. Very, very interesting. I do appreciate my pro-black gays that are for the culture, that are on the hems and the forefronts of every movement, all that good shit. I love it. But when it gets a little... Hotep-ish? I'm like, bro, sis, we need to run that back just a little bit. I think there's some things we need to discuss. Because them two continents ain't meeting for me right now. It's Yes, pro-black, but hotep and gay.
0: It's, it It shouldn't be in the same sentence. That can make sense, sis.
1: I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. They disassociate it completely with anything Anglo-Saxon of any kind. Even if you try to have a debate and
0: go around the hotel as a gay man named, will try to argue you out of the debate.
1: Let me tell you something. I've never been around a hotel forever for in my life. I- <laughs> And your eyes are gonna roll right out of your head. Oh my god, I promise you, it's just really strange. I, I don't boring. know how I would do around folks like that, but it is what it is. <sighs> but we're gonna get off of types of gays, yes, gays. And since we're on the topic of pro black gays, oh lord, there are dimensions to pro blackness in gay spaces that can get intense, and I'm all for it. Oh gosh, but. I, I want to know. talk about titles because there are black gays that are very specific about classification and being dressed. So I got a few questions I want to talk about regarding this. Okay, go on. So first question: Do you identify as gay, queer, or SGL? First of all, do you know what SGL is? Same gender loving. Okay. Then gonna... Uh. Or is that like a combo?
0: You know, I'm a zesty little. Yes, it's it's okay. SGO,
1: gay, rainbow, queer. There's a combination. There's a hybrid. I got. I'm it. a hybrid. Okay, okay. Now what? The, now when you okay, so you class you identify as all three in some shape, form, or fashion. Yes. Yeah. So I'm the same way, but there are some gays that really do not fuck with gay and or queer, specifically queer. They really don't. But queer is
0: like the freest of the three.
1: But here's the thing. The history behind the term queer is rooted in whiteness. Because white folks used to use queer as a gay slur. Oh, like the F-bomb. Yes. So queer was equivalent to the F-bomb for the white gays. Oh, So... I guess they had their time where they took that back. But then also, there are more of us in black and um, BIPOC spaces that identify with the word queer. And I feel like you, I feel like it's kind of all encompassing, especially when we are considering folks that are non binary, that, that are gender queer, that are gender non conforming, so forth and so on. I feel that it gives more room and more fluidity for people to identify and not just be fall under the umbrella of gay or well SGL is a is a black term.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: you know, that's that whole thing. And then there are folks that just don't identify as gay and it's for the same reason. It's like gay is a white thing. And I'm like is that really is that really necessary? It's not I don't think that it's necessary, but some people feel very strongly about that. Walk like an IG model. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let me ask you this. Are you offended by any of those terms? Fuck no. No?
0: No.
1: I'm not either. I told you, I'm a rainbow guy. Yes. I'm all three. Okay, so do you think that as black gay men, Uh we should stay away from using terminology to classify us that was predominantly used by white gay? Like, does it hurt or hinder us, really?
0: Let me let me curb my tongue before I speak. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gay is a term that applies to everyone that just so happens to love the same gender. Right. Now, if you may not love, you may want to hunch the same gender. It applies. You're in the umbrella somehow, some way, shape, or form. Now, I always say for some people, I'm like, i can tell you this. Mm-hmm. They may not be straight, though. And everyone's like, well, you're saying they i might not saying that. I'm just saying they might not be straight. Right. It's a difference between the two. Because mm-hmm. you don't label someone for you, for themselves. That's right. So, I don't think we need to rid of ourselves of like those terms because we feel like it's rooted in whiteness. Mm-hmm. First of all, my black gay ass does not give a damn of being rooted in whiteness is rooted in my black blood right now. Listen, because it's been this it's been this for thirty four years. Hello. So personally, I could care less. Gotcha. That's just where I stand with it.
1: Yeah, I don't really take offense to any of those terms. It's never really bothered me. I remember when queer was more of a slur than it was a blanket term, mm-hmm. and I might have felt some way about it back then. But nowadays, because we've again gotten more language we have learned more about it it is what it is now and i'm okay with that
0: mm-hmm.
1: so you know that's just my thing right hold on y'all too we're back y'all all right so the last one since we are talking about all things gay because y'all know all like rainbow shit My next one is Lesbiterian Love. I miss the days of being able to go to clubs and fraternize them with fellow gays, but I miss even more mixed parties where all the acronym is present. Mm. More specifically, I miss partying with my lesbians. Mm. I really, really do. And I have to bring this up because Babe and I have been to Mexico twice now. And each time Mm -hmm. we have found a lesbian couple to hang out with. That's weird, <laughs> a little and bit. I love it. I love it because a little bit, to we, like, back in the day, and there used to be a time where everybody partied together. Right. Lesbian, LGBT, everybody, we all partied together. But somewhere along the way, I want to say, shit, I'm thinking, like, early 2000s. I want to say, like, around after, like, 2000. For two thousand five, that just started doing the long way really fast.
0: Yeah, and mixed spaces just kind
1: of like vanished.
0: It's very seldom now that you'll see like a mixed party with lesbians. I remember the last time that that happened with us. Yeah. You were with me when we went to that club, I believe, and we were at the club. It may not have been you, but I was at the club, and we get there and we realize that it's blended with a lesbian party that was supposed to be going down. I think on the level below. And they started coming upstairs, and it was like, okay, so we got lesbians in the party tonight.
1: If it was me, I was fucked up, and I don't remember. I don't know. I remember that. I, don't bar. I remember I that party. I was fucked up. What club so, it was? Don't ask. Right. I was fucked up. So, so I. My question is, okay, so we'll start with this. So, what's your relationship been like when it comes to to the lesbian community? First of all, my best friend is a stud. Come on!
0: <laughs> I'm going to start there. Like my my best friend is a stud. So, I love me some lesbians.
1: <laughs> I love it. I used to be... I used to have a lot of lesbians friends, especially in high school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: High school, into college, child. I was hanging out with the lesbians all the time. I love it. I wish that I could hang out with more lesbians. They're fine. More... Listen. They are fine. It's cool to hang out with the fam. Like, why are we not doing more of this? They, I they, understand. they are fine. Um, So let me ask you this. Do you have any lesbian horror stories that you've experienced? Bad experiences with lesbians? Any at all? No. Really? No. My only horror story is that back in the day, in the early 2000s, when we used to hang out back in Chicago, the lesbians were always fighting each other they were always fighting. The girls were always thumping. It was ready to throw down at any given moment. If it was a fight breaking out, you could guarantee that it was a lesbian. Which I feel like that whole dynamic has shifted now because now it's like the, the gay boys are always, always fighting. fighting. Always fighting. It makes absolutely no sense. It's so weird. Absolutely no sense. Okay. and Then my last question for this one is why do you think specifically the gay and lesbian community are so segregated right now? Mm, that is an excellent question right like i can't find the divide i don't know why we don't like fraternize with each other like that
0: i can't even give you an answer for it because i don't even know the answer you know that's weird that's a question we need to pose to everyone absolutely why do y'all believe that the gays and the lesbians kind of have a divide now yeah. and we're not talking like the lesbians that you befriended we're talking in general
1: like in public spaces like clubbing together partying together on a regular basis let us know send us a letter drop in the DMs and tell us what y'all think about that question why are the gay boys and the lesbians not partying together like that that's the question I'm going to pose on the, on the actual page. I want to know. I want answers. I want to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so I'm putting the lid on this pot. We are done stirring the pot, y'all, so y'all know what's next. It's time for our mental health tip. Not yet. What is it? How it makes you feel, friend.
0: How did, why are you wagging your face? Don't you forget about
1: how it makes you feel. Don't do that. So first up, well, I have two quick ones this week. So this first one comes from Scholar in Skin on IG. That is S C H O L A R I N S K I N. Scholar in Skin, and this post says, mm-hmm. "All this looking back is fucking with your neck." I'm gonna say it one more time because I think I choked my friend up a little bit. All this looking back is fucking with your neck. How to make you feel, friend? Well, I have a new
0: term that I originated this year. Okay. You know what it's called? What is it? We don't recycle. So... Uh, <laughs> okay, bitch. We don't recycle. All right. So that stops your neck from going backwards. We don't recycle. We don't go into recyclables. They're to be discarded. Let someone else find it. Okay? Listen.
1: I. You know what? I, I've said this on this podcast before. You Don't pay attention to your past. Don't, we're not even going that way. We're going forward. Why are you looking, so why the, looking back? Why are you looking in the rear view? Why are you looking in the rear view? Why? Everything back there is done, over with, gone. Throw out the recyclables. That's it. Keep moving forward. That's it. That's it. That's all. And the last one. Okay. Are you ready? I hate it when my links don't work right. You know, be really pissing me off. Talk to Apple because even we trying to share
0: the notes for so the preparation for the show. What are we they were not today? synchronizing. Like, what is going on?
1: Okay, and the next one is just not popping up. You gotta start screenshotting how you I, make I'm you feel. gonna have to because the links be doing too much. All right, so well, I guess we're moving on into the mental health tips this week. That's it for how I make you feel. So, mm. friend, what you got? My mental health tip. I didn't think about it yet. Go first. Here's my mental health tip. Mm. Take that PC Even when you ain't got it, fuck that job. Mm. Don't fuck it to the point where you lose it. Mm. But your time to yourself to decompress, to get your shit together, to move away from all the stresses of your job and all that bullshit is very important. It is imperative and it is needed. Take your time for yourself. Mm. At all times.
0: And I'm going to piggyback off of him and say, celebrate your wins. Big or small. Okay. Celebrate your wins. Celebrate them all. Celebrate your wins. You have to celebrate yourself because how can you expect someone else to celebrate you if you didn't do it first? Ooh. Celebrate your wins, kids. Celebrate them. I love it. Okay? I love it. And with that being said, that concludes this episode. Thank you guys for so much for tuning in and listening to our shenanigans. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. We do. But once again, we have to drill into your heads. We need the following things. Listener letters, ratings <laughs> You need all the things Get there now The listener letters are podcast at gmail.com Once again, listener letters podcast at gmail.com For serious business inquiries. Bitch, we need sponsors, ho. I need y'all to go to wryhpodcast at gmail.com. Okay? I don't care about your money that's stuck overseas. I'm not trying to sit here and buy followers from fucking Russia, bitch. I need support, okay? We need sponsors. Get it together. (laughs) Don't want to have this conversation again. I will drill it into your heads. Ratings,
1: comments, Subscribe. Tribe. Another comment. Another rating. Another concern. We want all the things, bitch. Share clips from the episode. Bitch. Show us love. Hold on, hold on. Do something. Hold on, hold on. Because you said something. Damn. Yeah. Damn it. I know y'all bitches see these reels. I know y'all see these posts on these stories. Mm. We need you to repost them, bitches. Y'all see them. You love this show and you listen to this bitch every week?
0: I don't want... It. Let me Let me take it a step further. I, I, I don't want you to come up to me... When you see me at an event and tell me you love the show. I want you to show me online. And then tell me. And then tell me. Mm -hmm. Okay? I love the feedback when someone randomly comes up to me like, I love the episode. So what did I say? Oh, you said this. Oh my God, you really listened. But you didn't show the world you listened. Don't support me in private when you can't applaud me in public, bitch. Get your ass on that app that you're on every fucking day. I need to hear it. I need to see it. Lonnie Debo is here. He not playing with y'all no more. It's
1: over. I'm not crying no more. That's it. That's it. That's all. And thank y'all so much for being here with us. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. We will see you bitches next week. Bye, ho nation. Bye.